the Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. This is the Unruffle Podcast, Episode 145. This is a podcast about recovery through creativity. We live an intentional life. We thrive. I am Sandra Primo. And I'm Tammy Salas. And we are The Unruffled. Hello, Unruffled listeners. We are popping in at the top of the show to share with you several ways that you can help support the podcast. First, you can become a patron of the show by donating to our Patreon fundraising campaign. Please consider supporting our consistent effort in bringing you weekly content on creativity and recovery, all for less than the price of a latte. For just a dollar an episode, you will receive early access to each week's show as our way of saying thank you. If every listener did this, we would be over the moon. The link to our Patreon campaign is www.patreon.com backslash the unruffled podcast. And that's not it. You can share our show on social media or with your friends, and you can subscribe to the podcast and give us a rating on iTunes. All of this helps our little show immensely. And we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now on to the show. Good morning, my friend. Good morning. I mean, I know we already said happy new year last week, but let's say it again. Happy new year. Happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year. That's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm um, in it. Yeah. 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 Lots of just, uh, yeah. New year, new things happening. That's all over the it. place. I know. I know. So a lot of surprises already. And I mean, we're only, as we're recording this 10 mm-hmm. days in, a lot of surprises. This morning, took my daughter in for what I thought was going to be an orthodontist consultation, and we left with braces. Wait, 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 wait. What? Hold on. How did that happen? What? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Wait, uh, you've already done all that this morning before, mm-hmm. before we started recording? Yes. Chloe has braces now on her top teeth. <laughs> we were both shocked. She is just like beside herself. Do you remember being a kid? Did you have braces? No. Okay. I didn't either. I always wanted them. But you wanted them, right? Right. Why? Why? Why would we want them? But we did. I wanted them. I wanted braces. Why I did, I don't know. Why that's such a thing, I don't Mm -hmm. know. But it is, you know, and she's 11. So it's like, you know, she's had other, and, and, and kids get braces so much earlier now too than they did when, when I was a kid. I mean, you know, when I was an adolescent, you didn't get braces until you were like a teenager, yeah, 13 sure. at least, right? Yeah. Now they get them so much earlier, but she had her initial consultation. I thought it was only a year ago. Nope. It was in 2017, but oh, whatever. Okay. So we had the initial consultation. I'm glad we waited. My gut was just telling me we need to wait this out because at the time they were talking about extracting her, some of her teeth and all of this stuff that sounded awful. Yeah. And now that we've waited, I think that she may not, whatever, she may not have to have teeth extracted, which you know, my mom, mama intuition was telling me that, no, let's yeah. wait this out. Um, 
But yeah, we thought that we were going to have to just have a whole nother consultation. Um, but we really didn't. It was just kind of the initial thing, um, uh, x-rays and all that. But then, yeah, right before the orthodontist left, it was like, okay, are y'all ready to go? We're just gonna, we're gonna put them on. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're like, wait, what? You're gonna yeah. put the braces on? <laughs> like, yep. You're like, uh, I, okay. And how, yeah. about, how long did it take? It didn't take very long. That was surprising. Yeah. They didn't put them on the bottom yet because she still has two more baby teeth, but mm-hmm. yeah, they put them on the top. She got to pick out her color teal, by the way. Oh, of course. And <laughs> I like it, Chloe. That's great. That's a good choice. Teal. I know. Very specific. And they had teal, by the way. They had actually <laughs> two versions of teal. She's one your daughter. Like turquoise <laughs> and the other one was an actual teal, but yeah. That's funny. That's very funny. I don't even think my son knows that word. Teal, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me get this. You got up this morning. You 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 get your you get your kid to the orthodontist. So first you get him up, fed, whatever, get out of the house um, in right. one piece. You get her to the orthodontist, and then you're back here with me. We already recorded a podcast, right? So and this now is our second one of the day, and you've already. <laughs> What time did you get I'm up? I'm telling like you. Well, only five, five. I got up at five. Our appointment was at seven, but mm. I know, I know, but this is how, this is how it's been this year. Mm-hmm. And so I know we're going to get to our year ahead spread, but I'm telling you that this, it's already it's my happening. theme for the year. The card that I pulled, that's my year theme. Yeah. It's already it's already happening. It's, it's already, already happening, happening 10 days in. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Mine too. Okay. Well, we're going to get to that. So let's, let's promote. What do we have to promote before we jump in? Because we, okay. we had a lot to cover. We did have a lot. What you to got cover. going on? What do you want to so tell our listeners? I have only, I'm selling two things this year and, and I keep saying that that's it. Who knows? I could change my mind six months in, but we're not going to, we're not going to go there mm-hmm. right now. I've got right. two things to sell. Um, one I just wrote and finished and it is a min, I'm calling it a mini course. It's a mini program. It's a seven lesson, uh, downloadable PDF and it's called the spark. Mm -hmm. And it is for anyone who is, you probably hear about me talking about change your story, but maybe you don't even know what that means. You don't even know where to start. You, you have, you feel like you have no creative ideas, or maybe you have so many that you just don't even know where to start. This is a course designed to help you find your why, um, just by mining your own history and experiences, Mm -hmm. you come up with a why because the why is important for creativity to, to be born and for it to also be sustainable. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's it. It's $29. It is, um, you can do it in a day. You can do a lesson a day. Um, it's yours to keep and you can come back to it. Um, yeah. whenever, uh, the exercises are very simple. They're all just writing exercises. It's on my site, vnruffle.com. Uh, there is a bar at the top too that you can click on. That'll take you right to the sales page where you can purchase. And if you get through that course and you think, wow, I have this, I have something I really want to work on. Um, 
and you want to explore that further, you can work with me through Change Your Story. And that is where we work one-on-one. And at the end of the course, there is a discount code for $50 off for Change Your Story. I love it. That's it. Uh, Okay. And for me... There's a couple of things. I'm still working on my proof of life course and that will release in February and that will be evergreen. You can do it at your own pace as well, but I'll talk more about that in a future episode. Uh, my groove course is launched right now, which is an 11 day email course and um, to, for the curious beginner. So if you think that you're not creative and I kind of share an essay and I give some homework and it's also self-paced too. You can do it how you want to. Um, but my paintings are up for sale on my website. I'm having a show. Um, at my local coffee shop that I go to every day after I go to a meeting, I go there to work and to work on my computer, to have coffee, meet with community. And I get to have a show there this year and I'm super, super excited. So it's going to be all my really big geographic paintings and they're all half off on my um, website. So if you're interested in any of those, check out my website. All of this can be found at TammySolace.com. And there's proof of life journals. If people want to get into doing daily gratitudes, my books on there as well, just check out the storefront um, yeah. I would assume that if somebody purchases a painting, they won't receive it until after the show. Thank you. Yeah. I will just put that it is not for sale mm-hmm. and I'm excited. I'm excited to That's show the work fun. and I've already done the work. I'm also going to be painting some paintings in the style that I did in Marrakesh with Heather Shantos. Um, it's going to be kind of more liquid fluid, um, bands of color on really thick, gorgeous watercolor paper. And mm-hmm. I sold a couple of those to our listeners. Um, Heather and Kate, thank you very much for buying my Morocco paintings. I'm going to be doing some of those um, as well to supplement because it's going to be a big space. And so um, in my color pathways that I love, so people can stay tuned for that. So I'm working on all of that. All right. Very fun. This episode is going to be our New Year's evolution episode. Yes. And we love, we love talking about this stuff. <laughs> we do. <laughs> so I was listening to episode 92. From last year. Which was 2019, right? 2019. So people want to get caught up and hear that one. They can do that. Um, but I noticed that we started off the show by asking what we did on New Year's Day. So what okay. did you do on New Year's Day? On New Year's Day, we did another polar bear plunge oh. um, at our beautiful waterway called Barton Springs here in Austin. Now I have to say that it sounds like we are so brave, but really it was a kind of a warm, weirdly warm day. I mean, it was still chilly. It's not like you would normally be in your bathing suit. Um, It wasn't a day that you would normally be in your bathing suit, put it that way, but it wasn't really it was, it was pretty warm actually. Oh, okay. And, but, but I don't but, know. It's still January, you know, still <laughs> January. And I have to say that the spring, I've said this before, but the spring stays the same. It's always 68 degrees. So it's interesting in the summer, it feels like you jump are jumping into an ice bath in the winter. When you jump in, it actually feels like a warm bath because it's usually warmer than the outside temperature. Yeah. The problem is getting out. <laughs> We get out and, you know, and it's like 55, then it's like, you know, it's, you feel a little wimpy and cold at that point, but it's so fun because I swear to God, half of Austin is there Mm -hmm. and, and they don't charge a fee on that day. Actually, they don't charge a fee in the winter at all to go to, to Barton Springs. But anyway, that's neither here nor there, but they don't charge a fee. So people just come in and out. There were babies, there were 
people playing music, drumming. There's, you know, women without their tops on. I mean, it's just like a party and everyone is just like taking this sacred bath, you know, for New Year's Day. It just feels so, it's just so cool. It's so cool. I'm so, I love it so much that um, I'm going to do it every New Year's Day from here until I die. It's just so fun. I had forgotten that you had done that. Mm-hmm. Even though I saw, saw your post on New Year's Day, even you know, until I listened to that episode and I was like, oh, that's right. She did that. And she did it uh-huh. again. Okay. Yeah. So this year I got to know, I got to ask the question, did Max do it this year? He did. He <gasps> did. So yeah. So my son last year didn't, he didn't want to go and we weren't going to force him. He's a teenager. Uh, but this year he knew, well, he, you know, he was having a little FOMO. And so, um, (laughs) he he came, but then he was saying, you know, I don't think I'm going to jump in. And then, you know, you just have to, it's like, it, it, you can't not jump in. (laughs) That's the thing. It's contagious kind of, right? It's very contagious. There were people there that were fully clothed that obviously were, had just, they were hard, a hard no. They were not going to jump in. They were there to take the photos. But yeah, he had his bathing suit on. I'm like, buddy, you're, you will regret regret it if you're not, if you don't leave here wet. And so he jumped in and then we oh, just go straight it. to the coffee shop and get warm drinks. And it was just a, so fun. What a great thing to do as a family too. So you fun. know, kind of have that, that, that's a great family memory. Yeah. My crazy mom used to, to have us go to Okay. I'm adding a few words there, but no, like, you know what I mean? Like that's what we did. It was really cool. And and yeah, it was cold. And then we went and got coffee and donuts or whatever, you know? Right. Right. Like what there's, yeah. What they say, we're making memories and yeah, we sure we are, but it's just, it's so fun. It's so fun. And, um, yeah. And then we went over to a friend's house later that day and ate black eyed peas and that was a good day. What about you? That sounds like a good day. Um, I, my friend, Tracy Benjamin, who I'm going to talk about later in the show here. Um, she invited me to go to the beach, uh, on new year's day. And I love going to the beach on new year's day. And she said, my guys don't want to do it. And I figured my guys didn't want to do it either. And I was like, sure. So I I hit a meeting first off, uh, in the morning, went to my 12 step meeting. And that was a nice way to start the year and hold hands in a circle with, you know, my home group. So that was nice. And then I drove down to a little town called Point Reyes and it's on the coast on highway one. And we had um, a little bit of a notebook geek out fast with our notebooks and our <laughs> and chatted and got a coffee. And then we went to lunch and then we went to the beach and you know, everybody in the world was there by the time we got there. Normally my anxiety, old Tammy anxiety, I couldn't have even gone because there's too many people in the parking lot and I would have prevented myself from going. And I didn't have that. It was just like, I went with the flow. She was driving. I didn't have to stress out about it. It just made me realize like how far I've come. Um, five years ago on New Year's Day was a, a very dark day for me. And to feel just so different, Sandra, five years later and be able to mark that, you know, mm-hmm. um, walk on the beach with her, take some photos, um, come home. It was just like a beautiful beginning. You know, I didn't feel rushed. I didn't feel like I had to do anything like I'd done it in the years past. I, cause I do a lot of little rituals and things. I didn't, I just kind of let the day just be and to enjoy, um, whatever was, whatever we were doing. So it was mm. easy and nice. And it was a great way to start, start the year. Mm, being at the beach sounds amazing. Oh. Yeah. 
It was a little chilly, but it was beautiful. And yeah. And not, we were not the only ones alone with that idea. Mm, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. a lot of people, I mean, to go to the edge of the continent on the first day of the year always feels very, um, I don't know, like a, not spiritual is not the word I'm looking for, but very um, promising kind of um, mm-hmm. like a reset button. You mm. know? So I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a, a part of me that wants to be terminally unique always. I'm like, Oh, are all these other people here doing terminally unique. I'm doing. <laughs> I love that you admit that as your, as your seven, that's your sevenness, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Just so terminally unique, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, but then the other perspective is, and yes, all of these other people want to be out in nature on the first day of the year as well. Yeah. What a beautiful way for us to all come together. And mm-hmm. if we all did that more, maybe we wouldn't be, this planet wouldn't be in the place that it's in right now. So yeah. Yes. Uh, I I always look forward to the beginning of the year. It's my, you know, like I've said, it's my favorite um, day of the year. And I feel uh, like that week we talked about in between Christmas and New Year's, like there's a lot that happens. It's such a long, it feels like such a long week. Mm, And um, yeah, the taint. (laughs) I can't believe I just said that. Um, mm-hmm. yes. that's what you and your friends call it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Neither here nor there. Oh, it's neither here nor there. It's never ending. You wake up and you're like, where am I? How what did day I get is here? It? What day is this? Yeah. But yeah. once it like the calendar flips, like I was ready. I took a long time. Should we start with our word for the year, Sandra? You want to yeah, do that? Or you want to do the year? Do ahead? Word? Let's okay. start with our word. I have been, um, you know, I've shared, I've done it for a decade and mm. I, I had a hard time this year kind of you landing. You deliberated for a while. I mean, not? too much. That's what I do, Sandra. You know me, you know me well enough to know that I can, what, what is the saying I've been saying? I can complicate a dot. Right. So, uh, I wanted it to feel right. And I just, I didn't feel it. So I didn't, I didn't, I don't want to fake things now. Right. But I also, I don't want to overcomplicate things either, but I think I needed to kind of marinate it. I'm looking at my now. I'm trying to find where my list is. Um, so normally for me, people were asking in our Facebook group, like, what do you, how do you pick your word or how do you land on your word? And for me, I, um, it started off when I, um, you can listen to the previous episode 92. I'll talk about my, how I did it in a yoga class and my yoga teacher asked us to pick a, a word for intention. So now when I, when I um, think about the word, I do a word map. I kind of put all my thoughts onto a piece of paper and kind of map it out to see like what I'm going to pick. Um, what I found interesting this year was that when I looked back at those first five years before I got sober, mm-hmm. my words, and, and maybe did I share this last episode? I hope I don't know if I did. I don't think so. My words were be present, balance, moderation, let it go and acceptance. That was all before sobriety. Mm-hmm. So clearly every year I was longing for more presence, more balance, how to moderate my drinking, let it go. Something had to go. Something didn't feel right. And accept what, what was I trying to accept? I think maybe I was accepting that I had a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. Although I'm sure I didn't, I wouldn't have landed on that um, definition of why I picked that. 
But those words would guide me. I'd keep them up on my bulletin board. And then when I got sober, the year I got sober was the word shed. And that was a really great word for that year. And then I picked work, dare, grace, and honor. And so last year's word honor was a great word for me. I think we talked about that um, at our year end episode. Mm -hmm. So for 2020, I was like, I feel like I'm coming into this new phase of um, life. And I felt like something I wanted it to, to, to match or to guide me or to kind of push me through. And um, I was thinking of evolution. I was thinking of evolve, but it all sounded too soft too kind of passive for me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So it was on New Year's Eve. I was in my morning meeting and we got up to do the serenity prayer. And um, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, change is going to be my word. Mm. Like, that is evolution and shifting and evolving but it was like one syllable. It felt strong. That word wasn't even on my list. Mm. All the 60 words I had on there, that mm -hmm. word was not on there at all. <laughs> so I'm glad I listened to my intuition. I'm glad I gave it some thought and I'm glad it kind of landed the way it landed. So change is my word for the year. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. How do you pick? How do you pick? You know, I just, um, I really did a lot of reflection on my word for last year mm -hmm. and which the words, which was greatness. And that Thank was, you. and, and I, um, what ended up, I was, I really reflected on like the actual work I did. And, you know, a lot of times you just don't know what your big lessons are, right. Until you, you certainly don't know them when you're going through them. You really only figure them out in reflection. Yeah. And as I was, I was looking back at last year, I was trying to look at the themes that kind of stood out. And, um, it was a lot of, you know, recognizing what I already have, um, and calling that great, you know, and, mm -hmm. and looking at all the talents that I already have, tapping into the whole entire emotional landscape that is available to me, feeling things on purpose, you know, spiritually, emotionally, all the ways. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and just feeling like enough, right? We, it's, it's good to strive and it's great to push yourself and, and um, be productive and all of those things. But in the end, my big work last year was just coming back to enough. I am enough. What I'm mm -hmm. doing is enough. Everything I have is enough. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was kind of helping me formulate a word for 2020, just mm -hmm. doing that reflection. And I started kind of trying on words that kind of felt good, like vast or limitless, um, prolific was another word. I love mm, that word. Prolific. I, like that too. I know. I know. I kind of, well, I'll, I'll say that in a minute. Um, I kind of have a collection of words for 2020, put it that way. Yeah. Um, one rose to the top, but I still have a, a collection of words and one is prolific. Um, um, because I just, I don't know. I love that word. Um, 
It's a positive, powerful word. Right. I know. It's like it's abundance, but like kind of it's the, I like the syllables and the, how many letters. I like the whole thing. It's a little more um, expansive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not just like oh, you are abundant in it. You you are prolific, meaning it's almost like it's eternal. Right. One of the definitions for prolific is producing much fruit. And I just love that definition of it. You know, and one piece of fruit isn't better or, or less than many pieces of fruit Mm -hmm. or one, you know, an apple isn't better than an orange. Right. I just like that definition of it producing much fruit. Um, I also knew though, that I wanted a verb, you know, we've talked about that before, whether you want like a verb or you want a feeling an emotional word. I Um, love a verb. mm -hmm. It's just like an action, right? It's like, you're going to do something with it. Right. The word that's going to kind of push you. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I had landed on. Like I really wanted a verb. And so I landed on the word elevate and um, it's, it's kind of a lofty word. And of course, as soon as I named it and I made the artwork to go with it, then I've, you know, I start seeing it everywhere. I think, you know, we have a friend that has a business called Elevate. And I, and I think Lori Massicott has a program called Elevate. Yeah. I really like the word. Yeah. It, um, it's a verb too. And, uh, and you know, the first definition that comes up is filled with great joy. And that's, mm. um, that really, that motivates me. Mm. <laughs> um, I love that. I did not, I, I, I didn't, I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. Filled with great joy. And it, cause, because the lofty part, the loftiest definition of the word is like, you know, moving all experiences to a higher place, you know, or Mm -hmm. better place. And for me, it doesn't have to be just, it doesn't, it doesn't have to have that value put on it. Like it doesn't have to be better. Like all things don't need to go to 11. Um, but but to be filled with joy or to raise this, my spirits is a, is a verb, is an action for me um, that, again, is more about feeling. And I'm telling you, I'm a person that needs to embrace that, um, f- the full spectrum of feelings. We're, I know we're going to talk about... Um, our year ahead spreads in a minute, but real quick, my, um, the theme card that I pulled for 2019 was the Ace of Cups, which is about the, the cups symbolize emotions, right? So all of the cards deal with emotions and uh, I am a person that is, can be very detached from my emotions mm-hmm. and so that was definitely my big work mm. last year yeah. was, you know, feeling the full spectrum of emotions and, um, you know, we want to grow and evolve like you said mm-hmm. before. And so, you know, I don't want to just wrap that work up in a little bow. <laughs> I want right. to continue. Sure feeling my emotions. Right. 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 And so again, elevate, um, has a lot of 
feeling attached to it, like feeling elation, feeling joy, feeling spirit, not Mm. just thinking about it, but actually like being in the full experience of life and smelling and tasting and making things and all of that. So yeah, so that's it. Elevate. That's my word. Mm -hmm. I like it. But I said I kind of Okay. Oh no, I just was saying that I have like a little bowl of words that I, that I've kind of like put a several other words that I'd like in there, um, for this year. So in there would also be prolific. And I love the word alchemy and equanimity. Um, mm -hmm. and those are all again, just sort of feeling words that, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that I want to feel this year. Again, I think everyone is kind of feeling this new decade and really it feels like things could be monumental if we let them be. And so we'll see. Yeah. It's interesting that um, the whole end of the decade thing, right? The end of the year, end of the decade, my card, I'm, and I'm my, my last year's calendar is already out my studio, but I can't remember the card, but it was, um, Meant it was truth and mental clarity was my card for the year last year, mm-hmm. and I think that definitely guided me. Um, as we got to the end of the year, uh, my November card was the death card mm-hmm. and the you know, transformation. Um, December, I'm drawing a blank, but it was more shifting, it was change like everything that I was feeling towards this the end of 2019 was leading me to know that there was going to be really big changes in my life. And that saying that I hear, um, change nothing and nothing changes. Mm -hmm. I knew like going into this year that something had to like have a major kind of shift in my life. And I have been alluding to this a little bit on the show. Um, but what happened for me in December, and I am going to share this Sandra just quickly, um, was uh, I came home from a meeting and I, I talked with my husband and we decided that we were going to separate. Mm. And so that's been kind of, uh, it's been in motion for many, many years and I'm not going to get into the details of that for his privacy. And, um, but I just could no longer ignore what I knew, mm-hmm. you know, and I, the 11th, uh, I'd given a talk that night about the 11th promise, which is we will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. Mm-hmm. And I came home that night and I knew what needed to be said. And he was like, yep, I agree. So, so far so good. Being very kind of Gwyneth Paltrow conscious uncoupling uh, is what's happening over here, mm-hmm. um, which, uh, you know, it's been nice to be on the same page with someone. You know, there's of course lots of feelings surrounding this, but we told our son at the end of December, couple days after Christmas. And so I'm sleeping in my own room and Mm -hmm. I, you know, flipped the mattress, got new sheets, uh, totally Palo Santo that place. (laughs) And I just feel like I was readying myself for the change that was going to be happening in 2020. And so that's, what's been going on. That feels really freaking huge. Um, I'm not in fear. Um, I'm trusting. I know that all the work I've been doing for these five years of my sobriety have led me to right here, Sandra. So mm. I'm completely, when I heard change on that last day of the year in that serenity prayer, I was like, that's the word. Well, I'm going yeah. to embrace it and step up to it and, um, and try to channel it for good. Mm. Yeah. 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 Big changes. Yeah. 
But he's still doing our show. <laughs> he's still doing our sound. <laughs> he's still doing all the nice things because he's a nice guy. So that's that's kind of what's happening. But I know I've been kind of alluding to that on the show, and I didn't mean to be mysterious. It just was in the works. So that's mm. uh, we're both on the same page, and we're telling people and friends. And we told our kid first, which is what we wanted to do. So mm. that's where that's at. So. Yeah. Let's move on to the next thing. Okay. You introduced me, you and my friend Hillary introduced me to the Wild Unknown Tarot deck by Mm -hmm. Kim Kranz. And I love the artwork was so beautiful. Oh, I know. Yeah. And so I think you were doing a year ahead spread. I think this is my third year doing it maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's my third and I don't know a ton about tarot, but I just learn every day that I pick one and read and follow my intuition and see how it feels. And um, doing it has been kind of a fun little ritual at the end of the year. So how yeah. do you, because you did it a little earlier. Do you have a, do you just wait for the feeling? Yeah, I do it whenever, yeah, whenever I feel inspired. Like I really, um, I love doing it so much that I, 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 choose a day, an arbitrary day, but in a day, a day that where my head is a kind of in a good place and Mm -hmm. I feel, feel pretty good. I don't want to be rushed when I do it and all of that. So it's not like a particular day in December that I do it, but, um, it's just a day that I land on where I'm just, you know, I feel like in a good space and I've got, I've got actual space in my day to do it. Um, if you Google, the wild unknown and your head spread. They did a blog post several years ago that explains how to do it. And, um, it's very simple, but they just give, you know, pretty simple instructions, um, on how to do it. And basically you choose a card that represents your year. Um, that can either be the first card or the last card you choose. And then you, um, go around and pick and choose a card for each month and you can kind of lay them out in a circle, uh, starting with January at the top. And, um, yeah. And if you do it, I recommend taking a photo so that you can refer back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, and then I like to take my journal and write down each month. Um, and leave some space there to fill in kind of the meaning behind it. So if you have uh, the wild unknown deck, it comes with its own book um, that gives card explanations. Um, And that's, you know, Kim Kranz wrote that that's her perspective and in her, um, uh, you know, definition of each card, but it's so tarot is like the longer I've, you know, study it, the more I don't know. <laughs> right. And the more nuanced, because the more nuanced it gets, you know, mm-hmm. there's not like one, you know, um, precise definition for each right. card. They're very right. nuanced. And um, I think we've mentioned it on the podcast before, but there's also another tarot reader who gives her interpretation of the wild and known cards. And it's really fun to use her interpretation as well. And her name is Carrie Mallon. It's K. Oh, I'm sorry. It's C A R R I E M A L L O N. Is that Correct. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dot com. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, so she blogs and she's come, she's actually, I think, developing her own tarot deck, which yeah. might be fun um, when she finishes that, but she gives wild and known um, explanations. She also gives like the traditional explanation of each card. And then she, at the end, she provides um, her interpretation, like how she would read it in a reading. Mm-hmm. And it's just very, very thorough. Like if you really want to get nerdy with the uh, Wild Unknown deck, that's a good way to do it. And so, yeah, I feel in her definitions and Kim Kranz's definitions in my journal. And then I kind of I refer back to it throughout the year. I think it's a great... Um... It's just a great kind of way to start the year and look at the year. It also had me when I, so I did the same thing that you do. So everything you just said, the same for me. And um, those Carrie Mallon definitions, Natalie Fairbrook, who's been on the show before, she turned me on to that. She's like, if you want a deeper definition of the wild unknown, go here. I resisted it, of course, because it wasn't my idea, I'm sure, (laughs) initially. And I was like, oh, another thing to go look up. I don't know, but I do it now. I've done it all last year. I love going in there and seeing What's the deeper definition? Um, for me, my card, what, did you share what your card for the year was? I don't think I did. Oh, so okay. my card for the year is the ace, the eight, I'm sorry, not ace, eight of wands, which Ooh. one of those definitions, I mean, there's a few, it's like sudden movement, mm-hmm. clarity, change, um, synchronicity, this one mm, like definition that. of that I know um synchronicity travel <laughs> is also one change uh, uh-huh. is one of them change right um so aligned action you know otherworldly knowledge Kim Cran's like um, illustrated it as sort of like a flash of lightning. So like, if yeah. you imagine like when, a, when lightning strikes and all of a sudden, like you can, if it's pitch black and all of a sudden you can see everything very clearly, mm. um, in an instant. Um, I love that. Right. Right. So yeah. So that's my theme card for the year and already align things that are aligning, um, surprises mm-hmm. and synchronicities are definitely already happening. <laughs> I love it. And you're only, yeah, we're only 10 days in as I've right. this, right? Yeah. Like just, you just wait for the other 355 days. Racing myself. <laughs> well, it's important. So looking at that theme card for the year, I'm a two of wands. So I'm in the wands as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, the definition given in the book uh, of the wild unknown was determination and direction. Mm-hmm. And then when I looked up Carrie Mallon's um, definition, it's personal power and originality. Mm. And I was like, oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. And so what I do is I also take a picture of my spread. I print it out. I glue it in the front of my paper calendar that sits on my desk. And then on the left hand, so on the right hand side is an image. And on the left hand side is my, um, the spread. And I write the same like you, I write the months, I write what the card is. And I write a tiny bit of the definition, like some keywords. Um, but I also print out my um, card of the year. So the two of wands, I printed it out so I could see a little image of it and what Carrie Mallon's definition is. And it was interesting because she just talks about how the two of wands are pointing towards the horizon and that they're beckoning me forward. 
Mm. And it's asking me the question, are you ready to continue on your unique path, even when it holds struggles and dangers? Mm, so I was like, hmm, seems right on time. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and because they're horizontal lines, the wands are horizontal lines. It looks like a path. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, it suggests energy, which is currently stable and untapped. And it says that the energy is super powerful. And, um, but we can't reach the potential unless we come in, in it and direct it. So I'm definitely going to be using my personal power this year, which seems right on time. Um, And it said, it's not actually just to be pointed in the right direction. You must actually embark in that direction. Mm -hmm. Right. So you actually have to do the walking and exactly. Not just talk the talk. (laughs) You're going to have to walk the walk. Um, There's a couple other things I highlighted. Let's see. um, Just said that I was a creator and I need to harness my energy and make bold moves. And the two of wands asks you to acknowledge your power and step fully into it, even when doing so is completely outside of your comfort zone. Ding, ding, ding. Mm -hmm. Um, And it said, sometimes this card asks you to take risks and um, just begin. And boldness Mm -hmm. has genius, power, and magic in it, which I thought was really cool. And it said that the two of wands was basically an invitation to step up to the plate. Mm. So I felt like that was a great card for the year. Um, some of the other cards that I drew, I was like, oh, you know, that can be sometimes. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. You're already looking oh, at May man. going, oh, May's going to suck. Fuck? What the hell? <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, you know, in experience, though, in experience, right. and again, I, well, first of all, I just want to say, and I'm probably, maybe I'm speaking for you and maybe I'm not, and I'm sorry <laughs> that if I am, but I do this for fun. And, and somebody once said that tarot is like Googling the unconscious and that's what it really feels like to it feels like you are, it's just another invitation to like really listen to your intuition. Yeah. That's how I approach it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, so, but looking you know, at the last couple of years that I've done this on those months where I pulled, you know, not like so friendly a card on the Mm -hmm. outside Mm -hmm. in, in reflection that month, like nothing like horrible happened. That's why tarot is so beautiful. There's so many sort of nuanced definitions that the lesson isn't always like this face value thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's how you kind of tap into it. Like my January card's the devil, right? right. And that, that one I looked at was addiction and negativity, addiction or, right. bondage, inner demons, materialism. And I was like, ah, that doesn't but you sound didn't like, like a like great relapse or whatever. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but I looked at it and I was like, oh, maybe the devil's in the details. Maybe yeah. I need to let, so it's how you interpret it. I just have fun. Sure. That sure. None of this is, I, we are not tarot experts, but or tarot or like, if we're even saying it right, like whatever, this is really just a creative tool that I feel um, that you and a few others introduced me to that I'm really enjoying. Like I'm totally digging it. So I have it in here every month. I'll refer back to the beginning of my calendar and kind of, if I remember, you know, and look back and go, Oh, interesting. That was, yeah, that makes sense. That is kind of where this month is heading. And I, I have had some lessons and, or it'll be like a prompt for writing. Sure. Um, it's just fun. It's just totally fun. And so yeah. I, pre- I appreciated, um, I appreciated doing it, researching it, kind of geeking out on it. It just was a nice, fun, creative exercise. And I think that's what I would recommend to listeners if they're 
um, you know, want to add a little morning practice or, or a yearly practice. Um, but it's been fun. Yeah. And I think, again, you can do it with any, you know, if you have, have a tarot deck up on your bookshelf, you mm-hmm. know, I think you do it with any tarot deck. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just only familiar. The Wild Unknown is the only tarot deck that I have. And so um, I have entertained buying a different one, but I keep coming back to just wanting to really learn this one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's taken, I mean, I've had it for four years, so it's, mm-hmm. it's I'm still learning. So yeah, I keep, I keep my cards in that beautiful silk. Um, I'm opening up my drawer right now. Um, oh, the little silk bag that I made yeah, you? Because mm-hmm. it looks like almost snakeskin, mm-hmm. this um, f- silk fabric that you, and that's where my decks, uh, the Wild and um, deck and their, her animal spirit um, deck I have in here. And, and it's just, these are beautiful little bags, Sandra. Oh, good. I should make some more because, you know, you somebody should. told me, a friend of mine told me when I first got my deck that I should that to, to care for it, I needed to wrap it in silk. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I, I pulled out a, a, um, an, a very vintage scarf, mm-hmm. you know, at the time and like I wrapped it, but now the thing is so, because it was so vintage already, it's like tattered. Like I'll find little pieces of it on the floor all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> pick up and throw away. So it's coming to the end of its life. I should just to salvage it, I should make a little bag, make my own bag and then go parts of that original. Because now I'm like, I, you know, feel I'm really attached to it. I feel like if I throw it away, I'm gonna suffer some kind of consequences from that. (laughs) Well, I love that the bag holds two decks. Like it's the perfect size for me to have when I travel and can take them with me. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. If you have, if you make these and put them in your shop, I'm sure they would go I like know. bananas. I that. That's a great, that's They're a great really, idea. Glad my electricity is finally back on. Him. Did I, t- I didn't mention this, but I know we're going to talk about work and all of that, but, mm-hmm. um, so we've been out of our house into this rental for our remodel for about a month now. Mm-hmm. And my electricity just got turned back on yesterday in my studio. So I oh, exciting. Here. I know, I know, but it's been like, I miss it a lot. And um, so, but the absence has made my heart grow much fonder and I'm ready to get back in there and get back to sewing because I miss my sewing practice Yeah, um, a whole lot. And yeah, so that's a good idea. Tarot card silk tarot card bags. Yeah. I mean, I think for the, yeah, I, I definitely think that would be a great, um, um, people would love them. I think of you every time because every time I, I, um, you had sent me, um, some stones in this before and a card that you made and it was just Mm -hmm. a beautiful vessel, but I measured it to the tarot card box. So you did. Okay. Mm -hmm. Of course you did. I made it intentionally for you to be able to use it for that. Well, I I love it. I absolutely Mm. love it. Um, before I move, we move on. I just real quickly, cause I, um, in my, in my proof of life class, I have an analog week where I talk about this kind of stuff, but keeping journals and keeping calendars, and I call this all proof of life, but my word for the year, I always put in a brand new, um, I put it in my sketchbook that I'm going to use for my daily gratitude lists. And last year I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't do that. I didn't keep a, a concentrated journal just for gratitude lists. 
And this year I felt called to do that again, but I had fun, Sandra. I collaged like a thing for change for my word for the year. And mm. I put it in kind of the very first page so that when mm -hmm. I open it up, I see it. And it was all butterflies and kind of the metamorphosis process of chrysalis is on one side. And I have these beautiful butterflies on the right-hand side. Mm. And that was just me on accident going through a national geographic. When I saw it, I was like, Oh, that's changed too. It's changing mm -hmm. from one thing to the next. And Mm -hmm. you know, I get in my head a little bit. So if, if anybody keeps a journal or keeps something and wants to collage their word for the year, I think that's kind of a fun thing to do mm -hmm. to kind of commemorate it. People do vision boards and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely make any of this into art. Yeah. Even if it's just, yeah, for your own personal journal. Yeah. Are you doing any kind of, um, accountability project or something you're doing throughout the year next year? I, you know, I didn't announce this as a accountability project just because I sometimes set myself up for failure if I mm. do that. Right. No, yeah, I get that. <laughs> but, but yeah, I kind of want to be more, I'm trying to be a little more intentional with, um, my Instagram account mm -hmm. and want to turn it back into, um, a space that is an expression of my art. Mm. And so, um, and you know, it's not that I won't share personal photos of my family and stuff. In fact, I'm probably going to post a picture of my kid with her new braces on at some point today, but, um, but I, yeah, I'm trying to keep, um, a daily, I'm calling it a visual diary. And so, uh, uh I like the yeah. sound of that. So I'm posting a photo a day and I'm numbering them to kind of, so I can try to remember to do it every day. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm just writing something and it's all, it's, there's a theme to them too. They're sort of about, um, uh, changing your story, looking mm -hmm. at something from a new perspective. Um, yeah looking at the backs of things underneath. What's the story behind the story? Yeah. There's a book. I saw you use the word underside. Mm -hmm. There's a book called The Underside of Joy. Ooh. Such a good book. It's a local writer and it really takes place in all this area where I live, my town, the town next to me. Um, she's a local writer, but The Underside of Joy. And I thought that it was a beautiful book. Ooh, I like that. A beautiful book. Term. But, yeah. Yeah. And I think when I saw that you wrote that, I was like, oh, that's beautiful. I can't, I, I love a visual diary. That's very, we're just, I'm visual. You're visual. Yeah. That's just a beautiful. And I think for, to, do, to have intentionality around the Instagram feed, I've been, I haven't been on it as much as I was and stories. I haven't been on my, you know, shown my face much um, in terms of my stories. I felt you know, it's been a kind of a, a lot going on over here in terms of what's in my head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I haven't felt called to do that. Well, yeah. But I have since the beginning of the year just going, I want to get back to making my lists, my gratitude list in one book and using it, using, I realize I'm not a collager, Sandra. Mm -hmm. I'm, or I'm a minimalist collager. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I like one image that mm -hmm. might be powerful or colorful or I, it makes the chaos of collage doesn't land with my personality or with my aesthetic. Mm -hmm. So I've been giving myself permission as I start the year to go, I'm just going to pull out images that speak to me or make me feel something. 
Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily have to translate, I guess, for whoever is looking at it. It's just, I know, I know why I'm picking it and what it's saying without saying. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, that's art. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Sandra. <laughs> so I'm just trusting my intuition, but I do, I did miss having it all collected in one place for me last year. And I really was stretching myself to do it differently. Mm-hmm. Get out of my comfort zone last year to try new things, um, to, to trust that I could just, uh, do it how I wanted to do it, share it sometimes. But I, I do like having, um, being tethered to a project. It kind of mm-hmm. helps get me back on track. And I feel like I'm going to need that this year with all the change that's happening. I felt like I needed some things to ground me. And so like far, yeah. so, so far, mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. Well, do you have any like big goals for the year? I do. I do. Um, let's see. I, I just started, I wanted to tell you, I just started a Course in Miracles study group. I just joined hmm. uh, with a teacher who's been teaching it for 40 years. So, so. interesting. I have something in, very similar to share along ah. those lines, but so you go ahead. Excellent. Okay, good. Well, I felt, I, I felt like I'm coming up on five years of sobriety next month, right? Yeah, that's, that's hanging out there. And I've been going to tons of meetings, which, you know, I love fellowship. I love my home group. Um, I learn a lot, whether I have a, I never have a bad meeting, but what, you know what I mean? Like you learn a lot from whatever um, gets you going at that meeting or, or what you hear other people share. And uh, I felt like I was wanting, I needing something else. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what that was. And I just knew that I needed to kind of get my spiritual, spiritual practices kind of is it working still? Can I try something new? Anyhow, I went to coffee with a friend and he recommended um, the study group. And mm. I went this week, Sandra, and I signed up for three, three, it's three months at a time on Mondays from 3.30 to 5 at the same church where I go to meetings, mm-hmm. except for they have it in the chapel. Yeah. And they meet in a semicircle so we all can see each other's faces, which is really an important part of it I'm learning. It was medicine. Oh, I sounds like it. I am so thrilled. I'm so excited. Five years ago, I rent, I checked out the A Course in Miracles from the library. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw the word God, I like shut it. And I was like, oh. nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I returned it. And uh, that was what Holly Whitaker had been talking about it. And I was like, that's not for me. And I bought myself a copy two years ago for my birthday, mm-hmm. never opened it, still mm. sitting on the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Um, so when this person mentioned it, I felt like, I feel like I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I feel like my mind is open. I'm in a completely different place. So that is the work I look forward to doing at least for the next three months. Um, but when I went in there and when she described, you know, what a miracle is, you know, a shift in perception, right. And mm-hmm. moving from um, love to, I mean, moving from fear to, fear love, to love or peace, uh-huh. she said. Mm-hmm. And when I talked to her on the phone, I can't remember if I shared this in our intro or not, but I'm going to repeat myself because something she said to me was really profound. She said, um, I said, well, what are we going to learn? You know, what do I need to bring and, you know, ever the student? Right. <laughs> and she's like, Tammy, 
um, you're going to bring yourself and you're going to bring a journal and you can't be late because the meditation starts exactly at this time. And oh, she said, no, she said, you can be late, but please don't enter the room until 345 when we're done with the meditation. So you don't interrupt anybody. And then she, and I said, so, so what are we going to learn? And she said, you, Tammy, are going to unlearn. Mm. And I can't wait to meet you. Oh, and I was like, amazing. got all teary. I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's fantastic. <laughs> it was so, it was so everything she said, the lesson, just the whole thing. And um, I'm just going to leave you with this because at the end she'd started the class with, what do you want? And then there was a lesson on justice and I'm not going to get into that, but it was beautiful. But she, and I, I said, I want to, um, and so you share, and it's called a garland of wisdom. And it's when everybody gets to share one thing that they came up with from the, from the talk. Mm-hmm. And that was just like gold, Sandra, to hear 29 people share mm-hmm. their, their wisdom. And I said, she said, so what do you want, Tammy? And I said, I want to um, release the fact that I keep score and I want to forgive myself. And she was like, thank you. And I just, that's how I feel. I feel like I'm at this next level of um, not staying stuck in my old story. Mm-hmm. And I thought about your program called change your story. You know what I mean? Like we get to do that. Mm-hmm. She encouraged us to just let go of the story that we are not our story. Right. And to just be here and accept the invitation to unlearn and to change. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm in the freaking right place. So that I'm excited for that to be my plan for this year. Um, there's some creative things to share too. So, but that's, that's that. Do you have, do you want to share about your? That sounds amazing. Well, yeah. So I, um, similarly, um, you know, I had my book goal for last year, which Mm -hmm. I met. And by the way, I love you guys that are asking to see like a list or so (laughs) of all the books. I keep saying, I'm going to put together a, um, like a composite photo. Cause I took a picture of every book that I read, but it just seems so damn hard. So I, I, I'm going to try to get to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to take me like an hour, I think to get them all like organized onto an app to make a composite oh, yeah. photo. Cause I don't have them in like Goodreads or I know there's probably ways that could have done it if yeah. I had, been, had some forethought. Um, anyway, you just have to take my word for it. I read a bunch of books. They were really good. Um, Can you go old I, school and just like write it down right. on a piece of paper, take a picture and put it in our Facebook group? Like, here you go. You ladies do the, you guys right. figure that out from here. Yeah, exactly. I know. Um, so I was thinking the other day about, you know, because again, like I said at the top of the show, I'm doing the two programs that that's it because I'm, I, I need this year now to get back to making. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like being a teacher and um, I don't know if it's like a true calling for me, but I love the experience of, of guiding and mentoring and getting to use my intuition and, and experience. And anyway, beautiful connections made through change your story, but I also have to get back to making because I can't, a part of my soul will wither (laughs) if I am only a teacher (laughs) and I'm not creating. And I have this book 
in me that I want to write and I won't get super specific about the details of it, but, um, because they're not all fully formed. Plus I don't want to jinx it. I'm being superstitious as well, but, um, there's an element of the Trinity to it because I have always been like, I think I've mentioned this before, but when I was in college, religion was almost my, um, major like many times Mm -hmm. and not seminary. Like I never have had a calling to go to seminary, but Um, I'm fascinated with mythology and religion and I always have been since I was a little girl and not just Christianity, like Egyptology, like, you know, everything. And, um, and for a minute, like over the break, I thought, well, Sandra, you're 50. You have plenty of time. This is a great time. I could go back to school. I could just do an online program, go to school, get, get, get a degree. And I thought, wait a minute, Sandra, you just spent an entire year in the library (laughs) Mm -hmm. reading books. I could do that. I could get very specific with 2020's reading goal Mm. and right. So I made a list of all the books and I mean, so it's not like a 50 book goal because these are tomes, you know, like the Bible from cover to cover, uh, you know, and you have the, to absorb that too. And right. The Odyssey like from cover to cover. Right. Of course, in Miracles, I put on the list from cover to cover. Yeah. Um, the Women Who Run With Wolves, which is a book I've- It's a tome. It's another tome that I have never read cover to cover. Mm. And um, so I'm like feeling this calling to do this sort of very specific, almost research-oriented mm-hmm. Um, reading this year. And so that is my big like learning goal um, for this year. And I'm real fired up. I'm real fired up. And what I, my hope is that the, that this is going to help me kind of write this book that I want to write because it's, Mm. it's been, it's, these stories have just been rolling around in me for about a decade and, and it's time. So anyway, I love it. Mm, I know. I love that because I, I, since I just finished um, school, I feel like I have, I'm going to have an extra, I don't know, 10 to 12 hours a week Mm -hmm. that I'm going to be like, I can read. Yeah. (laughs) And same thing. I own Women Who Run With Wolves. Have I read it? No, it's just sitting in a stack. I have a bunch of books that need to rise to the top that are next to my nightstand now that I'm trying to dig through. And um, I'm with you. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. And then have that fuel your a project that you that's been mm-hmm. simmering with you for a while. I think that's yeah, I think that's a very good goal for this year. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. So that's my big I guess that goal is sort of also a creative goal as well. But yeah. Well, I feel um yeah, I feel a, a again, a shift, a change happening. So I'm I feel like um well, I love fellowship and I love the readings I hear in the morning and I, and I love my practices that I've um, created. I, I need to mix it up. I need to change mm-hmm. it up. So that's why I'm inviting myself to change um, some of those things this year and see how they feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of work, like uh, creative work I, or not even creative work, just things I have planned this year, um, I'm going to go to Portland this week. So by the time this airs, I'll be in Portland on Wednesday and I'm doing a meetup with some unruffleds. Fun. For for snacks and fizzy drinks. I'm not sure where yet we're going to land on that this weekend, but um, 
if you want to know where that's at, if you're in the secret Facebook group, um, I'll be posting there. And if you're not in that group, you can send us a friend request and we can add you Yes. on Facebook. Um, February, um, my husband's going to be in Australia for the month. So I'm going to be um, holding down the fort here, but I will be launching proof of life. Um, in May this year, I am going to be attending Amanda Grace's raw workshop in Marin. Oh, fun. Um, that she's having at my friend Aaron's house in Marin. So that's pretty awesome. I met Aaron yesterday for coffee and dessert and looking at notebooks and geeking out with her over notebooks and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then at the end of May, I've, I've, um, I'm going to Laura McCowan's Bigger Yes workshop at um, 1440 Multiversity. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, fun. So I'm going to go do that. And then I'm going to have an art show, um, I mentioned at the top of the show, um, at the coffee shop. I'm not going to She Recovers. I, mm-hmm. In light of what was going on here on the home front, I knew I bought a ticket and had planned on going with Natalie and had to tell Natalie over Thanksgiving that I just didn't think that could be a possibility to travel to the East Coast and do that um, then. Um, and so I'm, I'm doing other things in May, but those will all be here in California. And that felt good. Mm-hmm. And we, you and I, have a retreat that we're planning in the fall that we're tying yeah. up some loose ends on. And I look forward to also making room for um, traveling to Birmingham. Same. Erin Shaw Street with you. Mm-hmm. And to do some things for the podcast and do some meetups um, yeah. this year. So I'm super excited about that. I feel like there's space for it. I'm ready for it. And, Same. Um, and I'm planning a bunch of um, art for healing workshops. And once I get all that organized, I'll share. But I feel like there's lots of um, possibility. And so I agree. I what about agree. you? What about you? I, you know, I don't have, again, there's a lot of, you know, variables and things uh, in the air as far as like travel plans. We don't have things nailed down that you and I are going to do together. Um, but it's happening. It is happening right. this year. It is. And um, we've got some family trips planned. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. We're going to New Mexico and for spring break. And um, we have, we're going to have another trip planned for the summer. Uh, So yeah, I think as my card is, is predicting, there's going to be some travel in my year. Um, But as far as like creative work and all of that, I don't know quite yet what things are going to look like. I know that in 2019, I said that that was going to be the year that I was going to have a space. And you know what? That hasn't happened yet. Hmm. Um, I think some things don't happen in a year, you know, and Hmm. uh, they take longer. And that is still something I very much want. Um, But it's one of those things that I just have to let uh, the universe Mm -hmm. (laughs) guide, guide me towards if that is meant to be. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I have lots of just little, um, creative goals. I'm working on some apparel things some garments. Mm -hmm. That's why I can't wait to get back on my studio. I, um, had these, this idea for like some, calling it wearable art or something, but anyway, more will be revealed. Mm. I'm finishing up one jacket that's, that I got distracted from, but it's, it's got a lot of hand stitching on. And as soon as I finish it, I can't wait to show it off because it's like 
epic. And oh, I can't wait. I hope to make more of them. We'll see. It's a slow, it's, it's slow work. It's slow work. Yeah. But that's where, that's where I am at right now this year. I'm feeling like I want to get back to just some slow work. Slow work doesn't, you know, it's, it, it, it's not instant gratification and it doesn't make you instant money and it doesn't get you lots of big applause, but it still feels, it feels very right and very worthy. And, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, but I'm, uh, I'm taking my last, uh, improv class. And so I will graduate Aww. in March, which is really awesome. exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much can happen in a year, Sandra. I know all the things we did last year, you know, I like know. I just, it's amazing. So yeah, where we start out, where we end up, we don't know. We can say we have Mm-mm. all these goals. And like when I was listening to last year's episode, it's just kind of, you know, it's, it's great to dream. And that's what I think is, I love having you as a partner where we can kind of dream and scheme and hope. And, um, and I will uh, never not do that by the way. Right? Okay, good. <laughs> I'm, I'm there for you too. Um, and, and to be open to the, the, that if it doesn't work out, it shifts and changes and morphs into something else. Right. That's, mm-hmm, that's kind for of sure. That's what happens with art. That's mm-hmm. what that's, you know, in life. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I, feel, I feel, um, excited for this year. I'm going to be 50 this year. Mm. Uh, I have been using the mantra faith over fear. Um, my doing my fear inventory with my sponsor last year has really helped me move through what could, um, and you know, I know the future is not, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but, um, move through something that's been really difficult into acceptance, into letting go and just dealing with what is, and that feels very, um, healthy. And that's all because I'm sober, Sandra. Mm-hmm. It's all because I've, for me, because I've worked um, the 12 steps, I've done tons of outside sources and tapped into things that have helped me heal. And um, while I have a, a, a great sadness, I also um, feel really good about things, you know? And I, I, um, I'm very grateful that um, I drank the way I did so I could figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to stay stuck in my shame of my drinking. Um, and that is part of my story, but I, it's not all of the story. Yeah. And I feel like this year is just going to be amazing. Yeah. 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 yeah agree. Mm. So much hope and, and promise at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. I love it. I love it. <laughs> all the new notebooks and I got new pens. I'm just super 12 years old right now. Like that's what's happening. <laughs> I'm collaging and gluing and I have brand new pretty pens and yeah, just, that's, that's, I'm just a 49 year old or there's a nine, a nine to 12 year old trapped in a 49 year old body. So, right. And I'm okay with that. I think I'm okay yep. with that. Nothing wrong so I have with really that. good boobs now. So I have, <laughs> I have developed. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> let's get to um, three things. Uh, I have lots yes. of pick three, so we'll just see what happens. Um, but this is the part of the show where we talk about what's in our um, unruffled toolbox. So, what what's in your toolbox, Sandra? What's your first one? Okay. Um... Hang on, me. <laughs> or I can go first if you want. Yeah, you go first. All right. So, a thing I do. Um, and you don't have to do this or buy things to just, you know, but, but this, I'll show what I do. I have a brass ring that I wear 
that has my word for the year on it. And my friend Carrie makes them and she owns a little shop and it's her own little store called Dear Hazel. And she's over on in the San Juan Islands. And I have her stamp in my word for the year. And I wore my word honor all last year. And it was, it was really cool to get up in the morning, do my sacred adornment, put my oils on and kind of dress. I'm dressing my soul for the day when I kind of do my morning routine. And, I'm, and that's part of it. And so putting my word for the year on my finger felt really good. And so I ordered another one for me for this year for change. And so I think they're like 10 or $15. I don't even know how much the rings are. Um, mm, but she does you, have a website. You made one for me, right? Yeah. Mood Life Solution. Yes, yeah, I love it. I did. Um, and so she doesn't have a website is the thing, but she's on Facebook as Dear Hazel. And you'll see all the brass and crystals and loveliness in her shop. Nice. Um, so that was like a tool that I thought is kind of fun to remind me um, of my word every year. And so, yeah, that was my one tool. I like it. Um, okay. Well, mine are all kind of on a theme and the theme okay. is changing things up. Excellent. <laughs> changing it up. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm changing my morning routine. Mm. Um, last in 2019, for me to read 52 books meant that I got up every morning and started my day reading. And, um, sometimes that would be for a whole hour. I would just sit there as the coffee brewed and I drink a cup of coffee and read. And that's how I read all of those books. Um, so now I am getting up and I am meditating and writing. So I'm just changing up my morning routine. And it was a little bumpy at first. Like it's just, I didn't feel right. And I had some resistance, but you know, we have to prioritize the things that we want to do that we say we want to do, right? Because we're not going to find a magical extra hour in the day. Um, they don't exist. And so um, just changing up my routine is now going to help me get some writing done. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And I like that. I mean, the routine, it, it doesn't have to be a, a in stone. I like that we get to just modify it and change it how it helps us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm oh, good. So that's one. Um, for me too. Um, I use my friend, I mentioned her at the top of the show. Tracy Benjamin has a, it's currently book that she does for the year. So like a little workbook. And, um, I used it for all last year. So every month you jot down, um, I'm really prepared for the show. I don't even have it. It's in my studio. <laughs> um, but you jot down things that, um, that were good about your month. It's very positive. Mm -hmm. Um, books you read, movies you watched, um, is on one page, uh, what you're grateful for, what your dream life is like. Um, so there's just these ways to kind of market. So when I went through it in preparation for, um, our year end show, you know, it was, I, she, at the very end of the year, you kind of go through your months and, and look and see, oh, what was the great thing? You know, oh, my son got his driver's license and, um, oh, I, I flew and went to Marrakesh and that was really an exciting part of my year. And, um, I met Rich Roll on January 1st last year. So let's not forget that, you know, that was on uh, in my book. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it was like, you got like some highlights from your year. Mm -hmm. Um, because sometimes it can go by in a, in a blip and I can't even remember what happened that year. So it's been kind of oh, a fun way to document it. So I got her new one for 2020. Um, I shared it in our Facebook group, the link to it. 
And she has a secret Facebook group for that, or closed Facebook group for that, for people to share their pages that love pens and documenting things as well. So she has a community surrounding it. So um, yeah, it's um, her website or her on Instagram, you can find her. It's at the handwriting club. If anybody's interested in getting a workbook. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, my second one is, um, again, uh, it really just reflects what I've already talked about, but just intentional, um, learning. So I'm, you know, again, shifting and changing my reading practice to be just a more intentional sort of research-based learning. And, um, and that's a tool. It's, it's like, for me, tools are like things that, that I, that make me feel a certain energy. Like they, they like kind of catapult me out of bed or they really, you know, make me feel, look, look forward to the day. And so, um, that's, that's, yeah, that's one of them. That's my second one. Yeah. And have an intentionality about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Cause there is kind of a phase where you can just be like, I'm going to try it all on for size. Mm-hmm. And then having intention with what you're doing is completely different. Right. One is being, you know, open and kind of just, it's like a fact finding mission. Like, okay, what, what's going to land, mm-hmm. but knowing what you dig, what you like and what's speaking mm-hmm. to you and then doing it with intention. It's like amplified. Right. So right. And I guess I have to, you know, I'm, I'm like a, a child sometimes, like I have to want to do things to do it. And if mm-hmm. I have resistance, I mean, sometimes that resistance is an invitation to like, okay, this is your big work, you know, but then sometimes it's just like, I have to listen to that resistance. Like mm-hmm. if I don't want to do it, I'm, I need to do something that I do want to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So yeah, there's a fine line, mm-hmm. right? Is this my teacher or is this just bullshit? Right. <laughs> I don't need to deal with. Is this something, not do I need, do I need to have discernment here? This is yeah. not, this is not for me in this season of life. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, okay. So I still have a bunch here. Let's, let's narrow it down. This is going to be simple. This doesn't cost you a thing. I keep an index card on my desk with my word for the year written on it. And it's taped to like where I keep my pens. I see it every single day of the year when I sit down in the morning to write my gratitude list or to work on my calendar or to work at my desk. I see it all day long. So it kind of like burns that on my brain a little bit. And that, and then I'll see, I'll notice it other places, right? You notice it on social media, you notice it in an article, I hear it in the serenity prayer. I'm going to hear, it's going to come from all these different places. After I shared my word for the year on um, social media, I've got so many nice people sending me quotes, sending me mm-hmm. um, different things from different people, a book about something. One year when I picked grace, one of our lovely listeners sent me a book about grace and, um, just to tap into the word and what it means. And it was beautiful. And you made me a gorgeous um, embroidered um, square that says grace that I still have in Mm -hmm. my studio that's on my desk. So it's like my word, some kind of starts infiltrating my life that year Mm -hmm. and having an index card, plain old, just index card taped on my pencil holder every day is a way to kind of have that too. So if I don't have my ring on my finger, it's there. I write it on the front of my journals 
I write it on the front of my calendar. There's a little sticker. I kind of just, you can put it in different spots. So I think that's a tool that I use to kind of remind me so I don't forget um, mm. and see something else shinier and forget. Um, I like how it guides me. It doesn't have to be, it's sounding like I have to have it all the time, but it just, it's, it's almost like it just starts, yeah, infiltrating my soul. It just starts, I'm like, oh yeah, this year's a big year about change. I should, maybe I'll sit in a different chair at a meeting instead of the same one or park in a different spot because I always park in the same spot. Like I'm trying to do it a little differently. Yeah. 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 So that's, that would be my last one. That is good. Um, uh, so, okay. So my third one, again, going with the theme of changing things up, I am trying to vary my movement, put it that way. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. any other way to phrase that. Okay. I <laughs> am, I like to exercise. I run I do a combination of running and walking almost every day. I have some dumbbells that I lift at home, you know, those kind of things, whatever, boring. Um, but I, I was actually finding myself looking at yoga classes the other day and um, I want to do some more swimming like that bar. The Springs yeah. is calling me big time and I need to heed that call. And um, I just really want, nothing more than to be submerged in water, like Mm. all the time this year, as much as I can do it. And so, yeah, just kind of changing up my, where and how I move my body is, is exciting me right now. Mm, I like that. Oh, I think we did it, Sandra. Okay. We covered a lot of ground there. I think we did. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so wild unknown tarot deck, carrymallon.com. Um, yeah, those were kind of the biggies that we mentioned and that we used. If people are interested in checking those out. Um, I think that's it. I think yeah. we're done. Yeah. We have, we have done. many episodes to come. We're trying, um, for our listeners, a little behind the scenes since Steve is going to Australia, uh, for a month, we have to get all of our February episodes done. Mm-hmm. So we're working hard in January to get everything recorded and set up and ready to go. Because right. In February, you know, they'll roll out and the intros will be a little bit more canned and recorded because we have to, because we don't know how to put the show together. <laughs> right. Our intros might sound a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I know exciting things are coming. February will give us a chance to interview some people we've had on our list for a while and organize some things for the show, um, work on our retreat. Which, are you okay if I allude to a little bit just like where we're thinking? Sure. um, So we're looking at the south of France and Italy, countryside, Mm -hmm. but near Rome and and a little bit of, so we're just narrowing things down Mm -hmm. um, in like 10 to 12 people and five to seven days. You know, we're just figuring it out. Right. We promise we'll have this up soon you know yeah. as soon as we can because mm-hmm. i know that everybody's making their probably their fall if you're if you're thinking you have money saved and you want to go on a retreat mm-hmm. i know that you're probably already looking at those things so yeah um, we promise we'll have that up soon as soon as we get something put together yeah and if that's out of the price range for people we understand it's going to be it is going to be an expensive trip for someone it's a big trip it's going to europe and staying at a villa and having a personal chef and traveling to Rome and but yeah, it's going to, it's going to cost some money, but we also want to do some workshops locally. And I'm really looking forward to that and meeting people and doing meetups. So that, um, that's going to be high on my list this year of making those things happen. So 
Yeah, I think it's going to be fun, Sandra. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yes, thank you. And um, happy 2020, everyone. Yeah. Oh, it's a 22. There's two twos in there, Sandra. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a good one. Bye. The Unruffled Podcast was created and produced by Sandra Primo and Tammy Salas. Our show is edited and mixed by Steve Hecht. Original music composed and performed by Caitlin Schumacher. Original artwork created by Tammy with the help of graphic designers Chris Aguirre and Amy Lanier. Thanks for listening.